Hi, this is T. It's Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, the music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. I'm T, and I'm here with. And I'm Joey, and I'm here with. And Kwana's here. Hey. Hey. Yes, we're all here. We're all here. Been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump off. (laughs) In the words, yes, in the words of Lil Kim, I'm back. Yes, it's been a minute. How you feeling? How you feel? I'm feeling great. Thailand was amazing. Dope. If anybody, any of you, or anyone listening out there, um, ever gets the opportunity to go to Asia. I will highly recommend visiting Thailand. It's a beautiful country. The people are amazing. I got to say, a lot of us lost a lot of things on the trip because really? we were heavily intoxicated. <laughs> what did you lose? Oh, man. Um, Money. Well, Money. my... I yes. mean, for other reasons, but oh, <laughs> but no, my best friend she lost her cell phone mm. on a private island that you only needed a boat to get to, Lord. and she left the phone in the bathroom, and we took the boat back like during low tide, back to the what island. Was that like it's very scary? Dark but she, outside? it was very dark outside, and she was adamant because her flight information was on the phone. She didn't print anything oh. out. Like that was her only way to get home, and her husband lives in Guam and like just trying she didn't have any you know we rely so much on technology so she was just like I'm gonna be stuck if I don't have it and I was like what if it's not there she's like I just need to know that it's not Not there there. for my own peace of mind so we go back to the island and we're looking and she goes to the bathroom where she left it it's not there and then someone says hello hello and then she's like yes and they're like What's going on? We're like, we're looking for a phone. And they were like, oh, what color is it? And then she describes the color. She's like, oh, we have it. She's like, we didn't, we found it and we were going to send it back to Phuket is where we were staying. We were Uh at PP Island and we were going to send it back to the the cruise lines, but we just didn't know who to send it to. But we were holding it for you. And then Mm -hmm. we tried to even like, she was so happy, beyond happy. Tried to tip them. They wouldn't take it. Wow. And then um, my good friend Joe left his wallet at the restaurant. They called us and said, hey, you left your wallet at the restaurant. You want to come back and get it? We'll oh hold it for God. you. That's how you know you're not in America. No, not in America. <laughs> and then my n- other homeboy, he lost his wallet on the beach. Mm. It just like fell out. And we were all intoxicated, mm-hmm. like just dr- drunk the whole time. And he lost it and then he went back to the beach looking for it and then someone was like are you looking for something mm-hmm. and then he was like yeah i lost my wallet and they were like oh we got it and then he was like was oh my gosh gone? can i pay you he's like they were like you could pay us in beers and he's like it's what? on i got you say less so he went and bought them beers and they were wow. like happy so i just got to say the people in thailand are very honest, nice people. Mm-hmm. They don't steal. They don't believe in that. So we felt very safe in just knowing that all our belongings, even yeah. though we were not that responsible with them, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were still able to retrieve them. But beautiful country. I had an amazing time. Um, I think it was a great way to celebrate 30 years of life. So here's to another 30 more, 30 plus more. Yeah. Years. Whoop, whoop. That sounds, that sounds so like dope. fun. But Joey, what are your 30 plans? Because I was in Mexico. T was in Thailand. That's where true. are we going, girl? Where are we yeah, going? Yeah, tell us where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know now. <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple months. I got all the way till September. Yeah, you know, I'm on, yes. the, on the other, other end. Uh-huh. Yes. But I don't know. Honestly, I haven't even been thinking about a trip. My, right now, I'm like, my birthday gift to myself is, is to pay off my credit card debt. Mm, <laughs> so I'm like, because yeah. I'm not trying to go into the new year with credit card debt, student loans. You know they're gonna be, yes. they still stacking. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. stack that. That's like I my goal. I feel right you now. on the credit card debt going into 2020. I I don't feel want mm-hmm. you on that. You know Sephora is coming out with a credit card. Why I said, are you telling me Jesus, this information? No. Why? I said, Jesus, don't eat. No, no, Lord. Well, that's no. the one thing I don't do. I don't get any store cards. I have none. Oh, you yeah, don't? Me neither. I don't have any. Me neither. I don't believe I always in it. refuse. I have I one. don't believe always, in it. Always, because like Macy's and Victoria's mm. Secret has their card yeah. and like... I'm just not Old that Navy. loyal to yeah. brand place, or yeah. store. Yeah. I'm not. I and get they bored easily. It. Oh, if you open up a card, you, you save like twenty percent. I don't care. Me no care. Yeah. No, no, thank you. 
no, 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 no thanks. Yeah, you want to look? No, no, I'm good. No, nope. I'm good. No, thank you. I think I learned the opposite way. I think I was so focused on paying down my student loans that I neglected the credit card mm, they bills. So it kind of like counteracted yes. for me. So I felt like if I had known, I would have just focused on on that the credit, the credit card, card yeah. instead of the student loans. So I'm like almost done with paying my student loans, which is a blessing. Hey, that's really? awesome. <laughs> On the other hand, on the other hand, made a dent. Must be nice. No, see, but I was I was fucked up because I was like paying down all my mm. like anytime I had extra money, I was paying it towards, and I should have gotcha. been paying it towards credit card, which mm. was you know accumulating and whatever. Not a dent, honey. Yeah. I think I'll be done dense. in the next two years. Wow. Damn. Off. Yeah. Congrats That's to you. I'd be looking at that like you know what this ain't going. No. She's like. <laughs> but you know it's also with the interest and all that stuff is when no when that interest is so high mm-hmm. you're at that point you're only making in- payments on the, on the interest, interest. Yeah. and it's like you're not even making a dent in the actual like the principle of what you mm-hmm. should be paying Honestly, yeah because you gotta a, pay above the the requested amount yeah. so it's i always setup. pay above it is it's a setup and i feel like it really depends on what you're going to school for and i just wish wish they taught more of like yeah. the financial aspect of going to college yeah. in yeah. high school maybe even like yeah. yeah like the beginning of high school freshman year all throughout because yeah. these are things i did not know i'm no. like Here and my mom. parents don't know either all they, they know yeah. is that my daughter's going to college mm-hmm. and we right. need to figure out a way to pay for it and we we take out some loans that's and all that's they it. know that's all they know well i'm reading a ah! book yes. it's called broke millennial stop scrapping buy and get your financial life together is it good so it's really good and it talks about what you were talking about just now about with your family and how you're conditioned to spend money because of the way your family spends money and how they taught you and she's this girl um who wrote this book she her family was the opposite what's Her, her name her name is Erin Lowry, Aaron and Lowry. I got this on Amazon. Um, but her parents taught her the different way. She set up a lemonade stand, mm. and her dad was like in a donut stand or something like that she was describing. And then her dad helped her pay for the donuts. And then after she got her money, he was like, uh, 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 uh. she's like, I'm going to go buy this toy. She's like, he's like, no. Yeah. So how much did it, how much was your overhead cost? Mm-hmm. Give me that many back to me. Yes. And then, oh, your sister helped you out. Give you her some money. Her. And then she was left with like $10 yeah. out of her wow. hundred. And then she said, well, what, what was the point of that? And he's like, no, this is to teach you a lesson yes. about money. And then he's like, how it goes and how it works. Mm-hmm. So her parents conditioned her to That's be financially smart. savvy. And yeah. I said, oh, my God, I lack that. Yeah. And it goes through every step of what kind of parent you have and wow. how they handle their finances. And then it tells you how to break that mold. It says a lot. Was her was her dad like a finance person? or I, um, I don't think they were finance people. I don't remember. Yeah, but don't quote me. I'm not sure what her parents did um, as a profession. But she was just saying that how that was instilled at her in her at a young age. And she carried it on to her mm-hmm. adulthood. She saw how her friends handled money. Mm-hmm. And then she She's but like, she oh, was like, nah, I got to teach you. I got to teach you. This yeah. is crazy. This is wild. Like the way people, you know. Handling money, yeah. yeah. she was handling it. And then she also talked about like, you know, how people have birthday brunches and birthday. Yes. That adds up. And how you can say yes to some and say no to something. Yes. And how I, he's like, no, I can't make it to this because, you know, you have to split the bill and yes. all that other stuff. But I can meet you for happy hour to right. take you yes. out for drinks. Right. My for your birthday. the same thing. Yeah, you know, yeah she talks her. about that. But she also talked about in the book how she was like, being so savvy with money that it was limiting her life. Mm. So she just talked about how you can find the balance between both. You could say yes to some things um, and you don't have to say no to everything Everything. and Mm -hmm. still be able to maintain a healthy financial um, freedom. So I just finished Jen Sincero's book, Mm -hmm. You Are a Money-Making Badass. And how was that? It was great. What did you learn? um, She was more of... Because her books aren't aren't really like like this one would give you uh, tips and you know steps and teach you mm-hmm. how to manage your money and be better with it. Mm-hmm. Hers was more for people who aren't making the kind of money that they want to make mm. and how to kind of draw the money to you in a way that could be um, just being more mindful of like the things that you say. Like some people who are like maybe you're in a job mm-hmm. and you're not making the kind of money that you want to make. 
Um, and maybe you're feeling like, well, you know, they're not really going to give me the promotion that I want. And, and there are no openings and, you know, like, you know, I asked for a raise and they didn't say yes. And they only gave me a little bit and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So she kind she, her book is more of the money is there. You think that the money is not there. You think maybe, um, that you're just kind of stuck making this kind of money forever. Right. Like, that's not true. Right. There are ways that you can be more proactive, especially in the way you speak and talk, to really get yourself out of the mindset that the money that you want is not available to you. Like, mm. that's not true. Yeah, it so is available. It's available. So mm. it's like, if you want to make, you know, if by this time next year, you want to make twice as much as you make now, mm-hmm. that's completely possible. Okay. So she just kind of gives you more, like, more so a lot of encouragement. Oh, that's awesome. To be like, you know, here are ways you can do it. One, mm-hmm. ask for a raise. Two, you're going to have to find a way to supplement your income. Mm-hmm. Add income. What can you do to do that? You right. can start a business. Mm-hmm. You can... Um, sell some things that you own. You can. Um, I need to do that. Yeah, like be more mindful of um, how you're spending your money, and be more mindful of um, bringing money to you. Mm-hmm. Like so. So yeah. it was good though, especially yeah. in like um, things that we've talked about with the podcast, podcast and how yeah. we can make this more of a profitable venture. Yeah, a lot of things of she hobby. said was pretty um, eye opening. So, so we well, I want to I want to add on to the book selection too. So I did go ahead and I bought um, the Jensen Chara one. I don't know if Kindle is still doing it, but I have the Kindle app on my iPhone, and mm-hmm. they were selling the book for one ninety nine. Oh, nice! So I downloaded the ebook. One other book I do want to add to that collection. It's called The Law of Divine Compensation by nice. Marianne Williamson. Okay, so that oh, book isn't is- she running for president i saw that i mean okay. she's breakfast club she's kind of, was she yeah she did an oh. interview on the breakfast club oh, so is she gonna get america out of debt <laughs> well she's more like a spiritual you know spirituality and stuff like that i don't know much about her personally mm-hmm. in terms of like election and politics and stuff but like this book is really really good and for anyone who's more into like the law of attraction and yes. stuff like that that's jen's affirmation affirmation yes. so she kind of like ties those two things together and basically talks about how you know people see money as like this thing that's unattainable like you yes. said and it's just like money is a tool it's like an energy source in a sense it's, yeah. it, it's going to exist regardless it gives you, you kind of options it gives you opportunities mm. exactly yeah. like people yeah. some people who have a lot of money they feel guilty about having it because yeah. they know other people don't and then people who don't have it see it as this big myth in a sense right of being wealthy and living in abundance so okay yeah shout out to the chicks giving book recommendations yes yeah. i love to read and it. if y'all know of any let us know too because you know we're trying to get our finances yeah. together yeah i think that's also <laughs> i've had this conversation with other friends too about like how we don't talk about money yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of I feel like Caucasian, yeah. Asian, Indian, mm-hmm. you know, different ethnicities. They are more vocal about money. I think in like the black household, it's kind of like a taboo. It is either you're living beyond your means or you're living below your means or you're comfortable, but then you still do things that you shouldn't be able to do. Um, so yes, I think we need to talk about that more with, amongst each other because we could probably help each other in a lot of ways. Because some things they may work for us. That might be helpful to others. But we just don't talk about it because we feel like it's just a taboo. We weren't even, you know, at home. We don't talk about it. Yeah. Have you ever asked your parents how much you make? Um. Yes. And that was a while ago. And I know I make, I know I personally make way more than my mom. Wow. Um, like way more. Mm. And really? Yeah. And well, she's had the same kind of job her whole life. Mm. So it's like, and I asked her, I said, Ma, don't you want to do something else? Like, don't you want to like be a manager or something? She's like, no, I'm fine doing yeah. it. Some people are just, they like the comfortable mm. living, you know? Wow. But then my dad makes way more than all of us because he's a government worker. He works mm. for the post office. So. Mm-hmm. So it's different, you know. Well, that's good that she has a partner who's able to make up for what she and she can be comfortable in where she is. She doesn't have to fight or push. But but she runs the money. Right. So whatever comes into the house, Mm -hmm. she's managing it. She knows where it goes. Mm -hmm. Like she's doing that. Yeah. What about you, Joey? Have you asked your parents how much they make? I mean, I do. I feel like my parents are kind of always open about where they are financially. It is something that I feel like... It's taboo. It's it's always been taboo, especially as children when growing up. You know, we lived in Irvington most of my life. Mm -hmm. So it's like my parents used to struggle. Like when my mom had, by the time she had me, she was working like three jobs. Like she's always had three Mm -hmm. jobs up until my brother was born. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as a child, we just go to school and come home. We never Mm -hmm. think about those things. Like my dad always had like two jobs as well, Mm -hmm. just trying to make ends meet. And they were 
they were fortunate enough to like have a mindset mm-hmm. and have ambition I guess you could mm-hmm. say to kind of save up and get us out of that environment but like I think now now that I'm an adult having that conversation is kind of like they're still trying to figure, figure it, it out mm-hmm. if you will like they're kind of been they're so used to their dynamic in the mm-hmm. household but like they're still trying to figure it out themselves like yeah. what can we do to bring in more or they feel like we're already at a certain age where it's like is that an option for us right you know yeah how about you um I don't think I've ever asked my parents how much they make. Um, But my mom has always had the mentality, like, she's always been working multiple jobs um, to make ends meet because she's, you know, single parent. Um, But she also has that mentality, like, you work hard, you deserve to treat yourself. Mm. But I feel like I took that mentality along with me of, like, work hard, treat yourself, work hard, treat yourself. But then it gets to the point where, damn... I'm always treating myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now that I'm in the place that I'm at, I'm like now trying to find that balance between, yes, I work hard, but do I need to treat myself all the damn time? I know I, I, I struggle with that too because I feel like I don't, like I'm not a big sh- shopper. So like I don't buy clothes for myself that often. Right. Mm-hmm. Most of the time if I'm shopping, it's from my daughter. So right. I will go to the store and buy like, hundred and something dollars worth of clothes just for her. And uh, I, I didn't get myself anything. Right. So it's like when I don't really buy for myself. And I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of struggle with like, well, I deserve to go get a bottle of wine or something mm-hmm. for me. Or go get my nails done. Yeah. or You know, because I don't do that very often. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely like I do struggle with, oh, treating myself. I do too. I think we got to start thinking about like what does treating ourselves look like? Yeah, You know, is treating ourselves. Do I treat and need at the same, like is it necessity right. or treat like how often would it, what does that look like? I don't know because I know some people like, I mean, I don't get my nails done like that. I do mm-hmm. them myself or whatever. But like for some people, that's part of their self-care regimen, getting their nails done. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like if you're hustling, busting all week, that's the only time you kind of get to decompress and just be by yourself so i don't know yeah i don't know if, i don't know if it's worth to cut back on that i feel like i would cut back in other areas first yeah and then Before be like damn if i yourself. have to yeah, yeah yeah i don't know it's 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 something i battle with like i used to be like oh get my nails done all the time and then i like stopped or i would go shopping once or twice a month and then mm-hmm. i stopped that and i've i've limited to if I'm going on vacation, then mm-hmm. I'll shop. Got you. Mm-hmm. For an occasion mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So now I'm limiting myself for occasion, occasion based. But before I used to just do it because where I work, I work on, well, I work, you know, <laughs> yeah. in a, a high traffic area. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of stores yes. in New York City. Yeah. A lot of stores. It's so easy to go out on your lunch break and just it, pop into like, Zara, yeah. like, Urban Outfitters, Macy's. You know, let me just walk around and right. you come out with a bag. And you're Swipe, like, Dad. going back to, you, yeah. to your desk. Like, exactly. <laughs> so then I have to make a choice when I'm going home, right? The choice is, am I going to go towards Park Avenue or am I going to yeah. go towards Broadway? <laughs> and yeah. the choice is I'm going towards Park Avenue because there's no shops yes. on the way to Park Avenue. Yeah. So there's I just get on that train and take my happy ass back to the Bronx. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. before I used to walk down. Yeah. You know, Broadway, and I'm just yeah. all these stores, and I see the mannequins looking pretty. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, that just came out. Oh my God, oh my yeah. God. And like, I gotta have it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But even though Definitely. I gotta have it, I'm not a person who spends money on Gucci, Prada, yeah, Louis. No. I don't have any name brand anything. Yeah. Nothing. I don't, I've, I find more value in taking a vacation. Mm-hmm. Whatever I would spend on a handbag. If I was to with that, with that being said, what do you guys think about, you know how people say, okay, I made it now. I'm making a plethora of money. Let me treat myself to this X amount of money in in like a purse. Like, what do you think about having some stuff like that? Does that matter It depends on the purse. It depends on the purse. Because I feel like some purses are an investment. Like if you have a, if you're going to buy a Chanel, Chanel doesn't depreciate in value. Mm. It, um, it increases. I think you have to buy name brands smarter i mean yeah. you would i mean me and Quan are in yeah, the fashion yeah. industry i feel i don't know if you would agree uh yeah i think it depends on the brand i think it depends on what you're buying i would if i really wanted to um splurge on something like maybe i'm like for my next birthday so mm-hmm. by this time next year 
I will buy myself maybe a Gucci bag, something that I've been looking at. Gucci for so girl, long. you gonna buy Gucci? Like, what's up? <laughs> we, we, we got to hold the, the Gucci talk because we gonna take that we into the that. topic today. Okay, <laughs> let's switch it to because there. I, I mean, there are a couple Gucci bags I've seen. Or maybe that Hermes. Like. Maybe Hermes is Hermes an investment? Yeah, I think Hermes would be an investment. Definitely Chanel. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Chanel. Okay. So let's say there was a, a pair of Chanel boots. Because me, I'm a shoe girl. Handbags, I don't care. I can get the cheapest thing <laughs> from H and M. But shoes, oof, those are that's my thing. That's where you spend your money. Yeah. Mm. Um, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let's be clear. She's and like, also, like I said, the company that I work for, I get a discount. Mm. So that mm. that's Important. helpful. Yeah. But um, when I, it was just me, me, me taking care of me, oh, <laughs> shoes was the first thing I've spent. Well over two hundred dollars for a pair of shoes, like oh, with, that, not but that's even not thinking, even nothing not to even compare. To I mean, people. for me, who ain't got but no right money now, <laughs> right now, that's the bracket. But, that's but then, what I'm when saying, you make like, making more money, would you up the ante? That that's what I'm saying. That was, um, that's my it question. depends on the shoe. So let's say mm. I'm looking at Chanel, and there's a there's like some leather Chanel boots that I'm like, wow, I've been looking at these. Maybe mm-hmm. they're about two thousand dollars. And I'm like, oh, I want these. Now, me personally, I would not spend $2,000 on nothing but <laughs> rent. <laughs> but rent. <laughs> but it would, for me, it would depend on the price and it would depend on the name. Right. Mm. So $2,000 Chanel? No. Mm-hmm. 2500 Gucci bag? Mm-hmm. That, like, it literally hurts me to think about shelling out that much money on one item. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, let's say it was... Uh, a jacket mm-hmm. and it costs maybe about 700 something dollars if i really wanted it depending on it yeah i would okay. do that all right i think i think personally i would be like the high low person mm-hmm. mm. if mix i got in yeah i think i still would shop at the same places because yeah. i think it just would hurt my soul to yeah. drop like to, even though i may That's have it i think accessorizing with like i guess luxury or a louis vuitton belt or something mm-hmm. like maybe like makes it match like that mm. in a way yeah. i don't know it makes me think about the people who are living like way above their means yeah. who are like yeah. living have, in a mama house a, or whatever and they I mean, own if like I that's have just a couple thousand to dollars to drop on something i'm probably gonna go to the dealership and get a car like i don't have a car so mm-hmm. let me go put a down payment yeah. on yeah. you know something but but also what did jay-z say if you can't buy it buy it three times, times. you can pay for it three times you, you can't it. afford it mm. I need, to, I need to go in, I need to go into the store thinking that can I, I buy this just, three times I might have to scale it back to maybe two maybe two and a half because three is a lot yeah. Jay-Z I don't know <laughs> well lot. we don't have Jay-Z money <laughs> so maybe if I can't buy it twice yeah I don't need it buy it twice and be good yeah maybe right. I need to look at my bank account can I buy this twice now and still be good Maybe or that's what, how I should look at it. Or what you could do is every time you get paid, open up another checking account. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Every time you get paid, put $50 into that checking account. Mm-hmm. And that account will be just your spending for yourself. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the month, whatever you have in there, you know, or like if you want to wait like two, three months, let it build up. Whatever you have in there, that could be for your nails, for Man. your hair. For, that's smart. For shopping, smart. for shoes. And that that's way smart. it's already been building up and it's not just... Coming out of your pocket off That's top. Right. They exactly. say to do that with the savings account too. Like every time you get paid, get a certain percentage to go to that account. Yeah. But do not, do not get a checking card, you know, a bank no. card to go with it because yeah. you're just going to use it like a regular yeah. account. Mm-hmm. Don't look at it. Don't yeah. even touch it. Definitely and then, split your money it. up. Absolutely. If your money is coming from one pot, that's the easiest way to overspend. Mm-hmm. But I actually have one more book recommendation, yeah. one that I bought off Amazon mm-hmm. um, called Fifty Shades of Green, A Stock Market Guide. Um, let me see. A Stock Market Guide for the Financially Independent-Minded Woman. Mm. And it's um, written by a black woman. Mm. Ow, ow. Her name is <laughs> Ramat Oye Tunji. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh. I heard that last name before. Yeah. yeah. And she basically breaks down how to invest in the stock market, mm-hmm. which I was really uh, interested in. So I opened up an investment account maybe about nine to ten months ago. Oh, wow. Um, so I've been buying stocks through that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun to, like, research and buy stocks and see the money, like, see how the market goes up and down during the day and how much stocks are and all right. that stuff so definitely 
um, that book is really good and it's it makes it really easy to understand the stock market mm-hmm. and breaks it down for you in learning terms. So speaking of designer, so today episode, I guess we've been talking about financial literacy and how we spend our money. We're just going to do like a whole little screw of um, hot topics that's going on currently. Yep. So speaking of that, since we were just talking about clothing, um, I saw that Nikki Minaj, she's in Europe on her tour, her European leg of her tour, mm-hmm. and she was visiting the Fendi house. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like there might be a collaboration um, in the mm. mix between her and Fendi. Okay. Uh, she's saying something coming soon. And she was, you know, she wears a lot of Fendi mm-hmm. now because a lot of artists have now canceled Gucci. Mm. Yes. Mm. How do you guys feel about that? Because yeah. Being in the fashion industry and knowing where we work and how we work, I can see how these things get progressed to where they are. You do? Okay. I do. Mm -hmm. And I think we could shed light. You can see how someone didn't catch at Gucci. I can see. Really? Well, I I don't know. I feel like there's so many checkpoints. um, No, not really. So let's talk about it because I would like to say when I started working where I work, um, the amount of minority. Mm, people okay, who okay, are okay. working at my job mm-hmm. it was a very small p- percentage even when on my f- on my floor i think over time it's gotten a lot better uh but i would have to say the people who are you know the fashion heads or mm. who are making those decisions they're not surrounded by people of color or people who um would see the sensitivity in that being released or designed. You know mm. what I mean? And sometimes also being the little people in a company, yes. your voice doesn't typically get heard. Yeah, This is what upper management says. Yeah. They approve it. This is, damn, mm. who cares? Whatever. Your voice can get lost in that. Mm. I mean, and sometimes I people don't even want to voice their opinion because of that. That navigating corporate culture is already... Mm-hmm you know, weird as a minority. Right. So to speak. So I know some people probably don't even want to speak up because they already have it in their head that no mm-hmm. one's going to listen anyway. Right. So yeah. But it's been it was seen across a couple of brands I also too. I mean it was Montclair. When it comes to the, when it comes to the luxury mm-hmm. market, yeah. I guess Yeah, see there's not a lot of there's us. not a lot of us in the luxury market. I know in my job it is it is very diverse. Somebody would have been like, that yes. looks a little weird right i thought it was like i looked at it at a different point i was like you know this should be a wake-up call for the luxury brands that they need to hire more diversity but you know, it's have, been happening have, that's the thing like it's like but i feel like every year there's something but then you know with h&m they had the monkey but you would you would <coughs> think even though like okay for example like with h&m other brands are seeing this in the news it's still their same industry so you would think like oh maybe i shouldn't wait until this happens to me before i make some changes i really do feel like they just don't give a fuck I, I just feel like they don't care. Mm. They're like, well, this really isn't my problem. I know that this is probably, you know, you guys are offended, but a lot of people who do buy them, I mean, outside of like the typical, like the ditties and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A majority of the people buying them are not us. No. That's true. So well, they don't care. Who said, who said somebody, I forget who it was, but someone uh, on Instagram said that these brands do this um, on purpose. You think so? So that the people that they don't want to buy their stuff don't buy it. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Tommy Hilfiger a couple years ago, right, said that he didn't intend it for us, but he just did a whole collection with Zendaya. I mean, it's well, been years. He was but on I don't know. Oprah. He said he never said that. Mm. I, wanted, mm. I wonder yeah. what that source But was. I was talking to friends the other day, too, and they were saying how Tommy Hilfiger's daughters had a show back in the day. They had a reality show called The Hill Figures. Do you guys remember that? I don't. No. And they said, he said something on the show or something. It was like recorded. That's really? where it all kind of started. But oh. then their show got canceled. Huh. The so like Figures. it didn't air? Or something. It didn't air or something like that. So I think that's how like the rumor got started. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, but I don't know. So what do you guys think about celebrities? Like everybody got Gucci down to the feet. You know what I mean? To their socks. How do you feel about Gucci being canceled? Honestly, I think much like everything else, everyone goes into this hoorah of like, yeah, we cancel, cancel, And now cancel, everybody's cancel, wearing cancel, Fendi. Cancel. It goes under the radar. Something else comes up. And then everybody start buying it back again. 
Like, yeah. I feel like, a, I don't know, I feel like with the age of social media, a lot of people just want to be in on whatever the commotion is for the moment. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are just doing it for, like, the popular aspect of it, yeah. not really being about what they're saying about. Yeah. Because I know people spend some good money on their Gucci. They're like, I'll be damned if I'm if not going to be wearing my Gucci yeah. flip-flops or my fur Gucci loafers or my Gucci belt because they, yeah. spend, they spend some money. Like, let's and then people it. and they And then my cousin made a good point to me. He said the people who are canceling Gucci, these celebrities, they can afford to where it's some, another designer brand. Like, I already dropped money on this Gucci. I'm going to wear it. You're going to wear it. Because I don't give and a damn. And that's the thing. It's like, people could be on social media. They could tweet and say whatever they want. I don't know what's in your closet. You probably <laughs> got the whole new Gucci collection. Well, a lot of them get but stuff for free. That too. So Gucci might just send them, oh, happy birthday, or oh, like, thank you for mentioning us in your song, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's, you know, three new bags. Like, when Nicki Minaj got all that Chanel stuff. Did oh, someone yeah, buy yeah, that? Yeah, yeah I don't give that to Quite, her. Quavo. Oh, Quavo? Oh, oh. <laughs> didn't know that. That's why she said Quavo's my baby. Catch that tea. I, didn't I see. Know. He I rapped see. about it in his new album. So he said he gave her all that Chanel. Yeah, that's when she was acting all crazy. But uh, she was. <laughs> was yeah, he about? gave her those Chanel bags. Didn't know that. Huh. Okay. That's why. Um, Wasn't that? That's recent? why she said. She said, "Tell Karuchi to get a." Somebody go check on Karuchi, remember? Because mm-hmm. Quavo oh, yeah. and Karuchi was dating, mm-hmm. and it was a whole... Well, that worked out for the better. Yeah. I mean, so, but, not yeah. Chanel. Chanel did not donate that to Miss mm-hmm. Minaj. It was... It was purchased. It was purchased. I don't know. I feel yeah. like when it comes to cancellation, the same thing when we were just talking about how some people feel like this represents a certain status. I mean, look at Soldier Boy was on The Breakfast Club holding on to their life on that Gucci headband <laughs> because it was Gucci. Well, now he said like, Gucci's canceled. Now it's all Fendi. Now he got a Fendi handbag. What? man i can't i why, don't know why don't i don't know why can't we wear some of these you know black, black owned, owned mm. luxury because it's not luxury i feel like people feel in order for things to be luxury it has to be accepted from the other first in well order can for you to tell me some luxury. black owned luxury brands uh essence actually put out a list Ooh. of black owned luxury yes they did can on instagram i'd love to hear yes they did it was either essence or ebony oh know. see right. there you go people not doing their research mm-hmm Cause well, after- I, celebrities should want to rock that stuff then, too. Well, someone made, I forget who made a point on Twitter, but some some celebrity musician or whatever, they basically said, okay, you guys want us to buy black, but tell these buy, tell these black companies to get their shit together. You place an order with them, and you don't get your shipment until, like, a couple weeks later, or da 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 Like, they have to be professional as well with it. So I'm like, <sighs> I I understand that as well, but it's like, we are so much harder on us than other people because let gucci be late with your stuff oh no problem and you'll be like you'll curse the lady out Mm -hmm. but you'll still come back the next month yeah Mm -hmm. or if it's something by us everybody want a discount oh you can just give me that discount but do you get discount when you purchase gucci no and and don't ask for one either and they probably want a discount on the cheapest price (laughs) i still want the family discount no you know you know you my sister you my brother yeah i don't know get that for the low I found the list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, this is actually on shopblack.us, S-H-O-P-P-E, black.us. And it's 22 black-owned luxury b- brands to support instead of Gucci and Prada. So you have Kushni, who they, first it was Kushni at Oaks, but Michelle Oaks left. So now it's just Carly Kushni, black woman. Who does that brand? What kind of is that clothing or so like that's shoes? women's that's clothing? Oh, shoes. That looks good. Okay, Kushni. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's um, Mifland that does like leather waxed bags. Mm. Andrea Iyama. Mm-hmm. Um, Hidoki Bespoke, which looks pretty dope. Romeo Hunt, Laquan Smith. Okay, I feel like I've Lem Laquan Lem. Smith. Yes, Laquan Smith for Faye sure. Faye Noel, who her her stuff is dope. Mm, ooh, Faye Noel, I dope. think she might be Brooklyn based, but her stuff is dope. Armando Cabral, Pierre Moss, which is dope. Pierre mm. Moss is so dope. Um, Brother Vellies, which I follow her because she does bags and shoes, mm. and all of her um, she works with African merchants, mm. so she actually goes to Africa. To find the people who do these like handcrafted bags and shoes, and she works with them to make her products, so she can and she pays them a um, living wage. Oh, I love that! And so her stuff never goes on sale, like wow. never. I mean, I'm but her shoes are beautiful. She has a store in downtown, um, 
So you have to share that with us. Yeah, Brother Veli's is so good. I already know that I want to like get married in a pair of her shoes. Like they're that beautiful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'm a shoe girl. Shout and then there's Asha, Andra, Celeste, Wales Bonner, Zaf. There's Fear of God, which is really dope. They have one, like yeah. um, a lot of jeans. There's T. Michael, um, Made Leather Company, Hanifa, which is also like really beautifully made. Um, women's clothing and accessories. It's a lot on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got to share that with us. Definitely. So yeah. Be on the lookout for that. We can put that, we should put that um, link in, in our blog. Will do. Yeah. yeah, so people can know where they can get the black luxury. And yeah. It's out notes. there. You just have to yeah. find it. Mm-hmm. Give back and support. Yeah, exactly. support your own. That's what we need to do more of. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about something that's happening recently. So you know um, Kodak Black. Do you guys like Kodak Black? Mm. <laughs> the I roach. don't know much of his music except for looking like I still do fraud. Oh, that's <laughs> the only one that I know. <laughs> pull up, pull, is that his shit? Is that his shit? Yeah. I don't know much about. Pull him up either. on a demon. I'm gone. I know that's your boy though, right? I I I I've grown to <laughs> appreciate Kodak. Um, in his recent song "Pimpin' Ain't Easy," he raps about Young M.A. Uh, he says, I don't even see the confusion. I'm fucking young Ame as long as she got a coochie. Oh. <laughs> so oh young Ma heard about it. And I love her, by the way. Um, she basically Does he went, know that young Ame is not? He, he, don't, he care. don't care. As long oh. as she has a vagina, he's oh. good. Like, she's still a woman to me. She yeah, worked. he said. <laughs> well, I'm I mean, not talking it's... about him, Karen. I'm talking about does he even realize that she's not... Straight, not yes. not for him, not for him. That's well, the thing. He that's he doesn't point. care. He's like she got the right machinery, oh, <laughs> the okay. right system. So she basically told him, Neela. She you know he she just told him basically. She went on live and she told him to pull up. She'll oh. be in Arizona. Oh. <laughs> pull up for she's trying a show. She's trying to see what's up, and he's gonna be in Arizona for a show. Oh, so pull up. And you know she's from Brooklyn, and I personally think Young and May can take him. I'm just saying. I mean, take him how? Is she going are to fight? Are we talking about fighting? Are we, we talking, talking about, about What are we talking about? She's saying pull up like we're going to fight. Like you disrespect pull me. Pull up. Pull up or pull out? What's she trying or to pull do? Up. <laughs> like I'm down for what you trying to do. Like what is the pull up about? I don't know who will be pulling up or pulling she out. A little, she will. You know what? Mm-mm. But no. I think she means square up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say. Okay. But think. he's so wild and crazy. I just... Uh, I just wouldn't pay attention to anything that man has to say. Nah. But all her fans are like asking her about the lyrics because he's just wild. I think he was just trying to do it as a shock value, you know? Clearly it works. see that. For like, you know. Mm-hmm. And the people are on the scene with him. They like him. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep it moving mm-hmm. and pushing with the hot topics. Mm-hmm. Um, Next thing is Rasby Millennial mm-hmm. Tour. He, <laughs> One minute he was in, one minute he was out. Joey, what, what's going on? And this is, you know, mm. B2K is your B2K is your boys. Used to be my heart, man. My co-worker actually went <coughs> to the show. She did. She What'd did. she say about it? She said it was about five hours long. Oh! <laughs> Are you serious? A lot of people. Because of all the people. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> it was, was like, it worth what, it? was Bobby Valentino and Shady and the, the I'm going. Twins. I'm going. Uh, at the end of the month, and the one in Philly. Yeah. I'm going. Five she, hours? She said it was about five hours long. Did she? Did they she, start on time? Uh, I, so. I didn't ask her. Okay. I didn't ask her, but she said it was a long show, and of course, everybody was in there, two thousands dressed. To oh, the so nines. that so they did come dressed. Okay. Yes, they did. She got an airbrush T-shirt. Wow. And a a blingy bandana. Wow. See, yeah. I was on the fence because I'm trying to get like my cousins to go because I think so which one, the one in Jersey or Philly? The one in Jersey. The one in Jersey is, is literally like right here, right here. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we should, should go, go, we should go, but they're all iffy, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm trying to get Christina to go, but. With this whole Rasby situation, though, it just makes me really sad because I feel like when he first came out about the accusations against yeah. Chris Stokes, like no one was paying him any mind, Nobody backed him any up. attention. When that did happen, I believed it because I was so like deeply invested in B2K when yes. they were out. So mm-hmm. like I was like, oh my god, no, no, I can't believe that happened. Yes, all the you know people who say B2K and all that shit yeah. or whatever. But like 
I don't know. I feel for him. And I feel like, uh, you know, apparently Chris Stokes, J-Bug or whatever are like really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. So And Marcus if, Houston. And Marcus Houston, which that's a whole nother. But, you know, we're going to leave that right where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like out of respect for whatever happened, they're trying to deny that it happened. But just judging by the fact that Rasby is still so shaken up after all of these years, yeah. I personally like, literally him, like, is he around here? Like, I'm, I'm not, you know. Right. So for, for those of you guys who don't know, basically um, came out that Chris Stokes molested Rasby, who is his cousin and he mm. did legally was like his legal guardian after his mom was like on drugs and all this stuff became his legal guardian and did some things and allegedly Rasby is saying that he also did it to the boys with b2k so that's part of the reason why they broke up as well mm-hmm. so it should have been part of an agreement once they signed on to do the reunion that chris stokes would not be around if they're trying to save face and act like they like each other for the sake of a bag let that be part of the agreement all right cool he won't be around until we finish this tour yeah. and let that be that. So if that was, I'm sure that was discussed at some point because how could it not be with all yeah. the drama that was around mm-hmm. it? And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Yeah, sad. and it's sad. I just don't feel like there's a reason for him to lie about that. That's what I'm saying. Like why? Like what do you have to gain about yeah. that? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my personal yeah. opinion on that. Yeah. yeah. Side note that it is it is Sunday. Would you guys go to Kanye's church? What the hell? What he gotta? What he gotta teach me? That's uh, how I feel. Have you seen his performances at church? Is it his? It's his church, or I don't know if it's his church, his own church. But he's outside in the desert somewhere having church. I know they had DMX at church today. Uh, would I'm you gonna, go to that? I church? would go just to see what happened. Everybody in church is color coordinated. So today was black. I think last week was white. Uh, the other day was beige. He's trying to give it like an artful appeal. Yeah, and it's outside go, in the cause desert. Because I'm, I'm interested to see if there's going to be an offering <laughs> or if we're like, you know, church. Like, is there going to be an offering? Is are we having gonna, Are we going to pray? Who's going to pray? Who's going to lead the prayer? Yeah. Is there going to be a, a sermon? Like, I'm interested to see that. I'm going to refer to the good sis, Scotty Beam, on this one. How she was saying after the whole Kanye fiasco, he's going to try to take us back to church, reel us in, because he know black people love church. Right. And all that shit. So, so he's he coming like, out with a Jesus walk part two? Right. To try to <laughs> reel us back in and be like, look, look, guys, I got y'all. Well, well, speaking of Scotty Bean, you want to talk about what's going on with oh, her please. this week? Lord. Or, well, not this week, but, you know, ha- that was happening and we more recently. we are fans of Scotty Bean. I love Scotty Bean. Fans. Yes. What What's going on, Quana? So, it was Yes Jules, who I didn't, I never heard never of heard this person. Never heard of her before, before this. Until, yeah, this came out. But then I was reminded that she was the one who, remember on Twitter, um, this this white girl posted a picture of a black t-shirt that said niggas lie a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she was like should i like can i wear this that was her like who are you asking the people on twitter so she was on a podcast i forget the name but it was basically her and like three guys mm-hmm. uh, there were no other women there as far as i know and you know she was talking about her career and saying like well you know, I, I have my path and these other girls, they have their path. Like, we don't do the same thing. Like, people get upset at me when I'm, like, hosting this party or mm. or doing this event. And, you know, but I try to, like, stay on my path because it's for me. So, of course, they're like, oh, like, what girls, you know, they, what girls say things about you or whatever. Basically, like, I watched the clip and it just seemed like they were just, They you were know, trying to like, create yeah, something, pushing, I feel. Like, to, to hear, you know, to get some tea. And she was like, oh, well, you know, like, Scotty, you know, the Scotty Beam and, like, Karen Civil, like, you know, people like that. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't do what they do and they don't do what I do. Like, mm-hmm. we're on our on our different path. Like, I don't want to collaborate with, like, you know, these brands or I don't want to do that stuff. Like, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I've been throwing parties in Miami. And, like, the thing with her, I mean... From what it sounds like from people who are in the industry who knows the behind the scenes, we don't see it all. But from what they're saying, and I've watched several different platforms talking about this, and everyone is literally saying the same thing. Yeah. Essentially saying, you know, she's this white girl, kind of like a culture vulture, yeah. who's basically stealing all, everything from black women and like what they're trying to push forward or whatever. And she just kind of steps in the room and things just get handed to her because yeah. of what she looks like and all mm. this shit. Yeah. So... She's been using her platform in many various ways to kind of like degrade black women, always have something negative to say, always saying someone's jealous of her. Y'all jealous yeah. of me because I got a fat ass and I got a banging body. Is her ass real? I, I don't I, even know what her body, her body looks like. Yeah, honestly. me neither. Because in the interview, she was like sitting. I didn't care to don't check it out. Don't be about your ass if it's not. But I'm just like, 
Just no. Just no. Just no is my response to all of this. Just no. Well, she was sitting between a couple, I think it was like one white guy and two black guys or something mm-hmm, like that. I forget. Mm-hmm. It was kind of mixed, but um, definitely it sucks, you know, that you have this this white girl here doing an interview with people who say they're part of the culture and then they don't challenge her on anything. Yeah. They provided her a platform to talk shit instead of putting her in place and be like, oh, no, or, no, no, yeah, or just saying, whatever. You know, like, well, well, you know, I don't think you should compare yourself to Scotty Beam or Karen Civil or things like that because, first of all, people are entitled to their opinion, absolutely. especially if you're an outsider to the culture. People can say how they feel about it. And I love Scotty Beam's clapback. <laughs> Can we play? I would love to play that. She was going back and forth on Twitter, right? The girl was like not even mentioning <laughs> Scotty in it. Like she mm. was indirectly talking to her. Mm. And then Scotty's like adding her like, uh. I want yeah. smoke. I want, I all, want the all the smoke. smoke. I want all the smoke. She's like, send me your pin. Send me your address. Bring uh-huh. all your black friends. Pull up. It can go down right now. <laughs> Pull up. But let's just play a clip of Scotty's eloquent comeback. Yes. Last time I think we should ever talk about it. We should ever say her name. We should ever talk about her existence. Um, but I will say, we are on, me and her are on two different missions. My mission is not to exploit Africans in Africa. My mission is not to do photo ops with Haitians. My mission has never been to fuck for clout. My mission has never been to make these, uh, make parties in, just to have sex with athletes and rappers uh, to climb up the ladder. I've never had that mission. I ain't gonna lie. I love respectful shade. No, that's not my mission. My mission is to make sure that black music, black people and black women thrive. So that was the clip from State of the Culture when Mm -hmm. they were talking about it. And perfectly said, I mean, I mean, there's also a segment on Grapevine TV, which I love. They did a segment. I don't do a lot of like panel discussion and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Really, really dope. I was watching them the other day. Um, I forget what the main topic was. I don't know if it was cultural appropriation or if it was literally, I think it was literally about Yes Jules because of the video, but this is yes. prior to, I guess, the actual interaction between her and Scotty. But the way they broke everything down, because they're also in the industry, so they're talking about how she had her people block like black women writers in the industry. What? I forget their names, but um, some, I think one girl wrote for like Vibe, one for, wrote for like... A white girl? No, all black girls. Oh. Yes Jules. Yes, Joel's team, like her camp, are like literally stopping people's bags, if you will, and like stopping them from getting work and certain things like that. Mm. So, like, it's just interesting. We're not in the, I guess, directly in the industry per se, but like just hearing their perspective of people who have had their own interactions with her Mm. and they talk about other people who are similar. It's just like. Wow. Yeah, girl, no. This mm. ain't it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, we're trying to uplift, uplift each other. Let's not try to bring each other down. Yeah. Especially someone who's an outsider who doesn't know and have been through the trenches and mm-hmm. have not lived a day in the life of a black woman. So mind your business. <laughs> yeah. So moving right along. Mm-hmm. Okay, next topic up for discussion is Janae Aiko's birthday was recently. Ooh, hey. And the question inquiring minds would like to know is she's still with Big Sean or not? <laughs> I saw he got a six pack now too. Really? He got baby packs. I think, <laughs> baby packs. <laughs> I think we knew baby something shark. was up when she covered up that tattoo of his face. Oh yeah. That's a big one to cover up, man. I know. She had a big tattoo of his face like in color. That was commitment of his face on her arm and she covered that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. When people were speculating, she said she got a different tattoo on her back, which like led into her arm, which is why it was covered up. And I'm like, but granted, I mean, I don't know. I personally feel like you don't have to make an announcement when you break up, but because you have such a public relationship, it's kind of like you let us in in the beginning. Yeah. Not to say you owe it to us to tell us, but it's kind of like people, you have to understand people will ask. Yeah. Because you had a public relationship. They were very public, even when we didn't ask for it. Like they would comment (laughs) under each other's pictures and be like super graphic. Like this is what I'm going to do to you and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was cute in a way. Say all this (laughs) stuff. But I mean, you don't have to invite us into that. Yeah, keep it locked. Because it's like, you must want that to be seen. Yeah. Right. I tell you, if I'm a celebrity, I'm going to be like Kerry Washington and her husband. Yes. Ain't nobody going to see us. I still haven't seen them babies. <laughs> she, she got like two. two. Yeah. I still you ain't have never gonna not see them. seen those kids. That would be me. You ain't never going to see them. 
Yeah. But I don't know. They're dope. There were rumors saying that him and Ariana Grande were getting yeah, they spotted. Yeah, they were spotted together recently. You could be around it. I mean, I don't know. You know social yeah. media. I mean, she's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. She's been through a lot. She may need. So maybe, you know, he was like, come hang out. Hope you're okay. They said you they were spotted leaving, a studi- leaving the studio. Maybe they got a song. Janae's song, Wasted Love. I mean, after listening to Janae's Wasted Love, which you came. I didn't hear it. It's really good. Yeah. It's good. It was freestyled, too. Oh. Yeah, so she's literally talking about a breakup and basically uh, saying how someone that she dedicated her life to and, you know, they basically became part of each other. Yeah. Just up and left her. So people are assuming mm. that is about Big Sean. She, yeah. No one has officially commented from mm. either camp yeah. on the matter, but. Mm. You know who I feel like who did not recover from the breakup? Who? Tinashe. From that Ben Simmons mm. breakup. And then he started dating Kendall Jenner. Is he still with Kendall Jenner? I don't think so. Mm. But I feel like she was doing a lot of music. Then they got together and she kind of took a step back from her last album that came out. She was out, doing Joy Dancing Ride. with the Stars. Then she started doing Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And then she did Rent Live. Oh, yeah. People were making fun of her for that. That didn't even come out live because the guy... One of the actors broke his foot or something. Yeah. Wait, what? The, it wasn't live at all? It was only like the last 10 minutes was live. What? Because yeah. he broke his foot? He broke his they foot. They got no alternates. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Who's his understudy? <laughs> he broke his foot. So the last, only the last 10 minutes. That's why it flopped. Like everybody mm. was kind of excited for the rent live. Like, you know, they were promoting it so much on, on the commercials and stuff. And when, pe- pe- when it finally aired, people were upset because they're mm. like, this isn't live. This looks like a dress rehearsal. And mm. it was like the final rehearsal is what they recorded. Mm-hmm. And then only the last 10 minutes of the show was actually live because Damn. one of the main characters had an injury. Wow. So um. that was a flop. Yeah, I'm that's your waiting. girl. I'm that's still your waiting girl. for her to thrive, man. I don't know. Yeah. Kwana been waiting. You've been waiting for I, her to thrive. I, I like her. I think she I just switched labels, her. right? I think. Um, I I, I heard a, a rumor ago? that she was dropped by RCA. Oh. No. But that could be a rumor. I don't think that's ever been confirmed. Mm. Um, maybe she left, you know? Like, I don't know what's true. Interesting. You know, or what's not true. But definitely, um, honestly, I think she needs a new label, a new team. Yeah, she, you've been saying that for a long she time. Needs, she, She's every, talented. She needs is. A new team. She just needs some. She she could have the kind of career that like Normani has. Mm. Yeah. Normani is actually going on tour with Ariana Grande, which I think is yeah. a great move. Oh yeah, yeah those powerhouses. Oh yeah. yeah, I love her. Yeah, man, that's good. Um, Chance the rapper got married. Oh, oh yeah, congrats to him. Yes, yes, and they're having a baby. Yeah, they baby number two. Yeah, oh, I think they're having another. I did not know she was that. pregnant. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that at the wedding. Well, she still is pregnant, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yes, congrats to him. Yeah, I think they're having another girl. Yeah, he said another oh, girl. girl. Wow. He's very excited about that. Yeah. So I'm glad they were able to work things out. Yeah. And all that. I know they were Kudos going through the him. child custody yeah. battle. Yeah. yeah. And They've been through a lot. Yeah. They met. As really young kids. Yeah. I think he was nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was nine when he met her. Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't know. About Damn. That. Now, now I'm over here thinking, like, who I met when I was nine? Y'all about to come back? <laughs> <laughs> who was I friends but with? What happened? He, he met her <laughs> when he through was that nine. Rolodex. I think he said that their their parents worked at the same company. So gotcha. they, they were at a yeah. holiday her. party or yeah, something. Yeah, like a holiday party or something. Gotcha. Okay. Just yeah. throughout the years mm-hmm. of, you know, on and off. They've, they've had their battles, yeah. you know. So it's nice to see that they actually did get it together mm-hmm. and co- come back together and worked mm-hmm. it out. Worked it out, yeah. And they got their daughter, and she's, she's so, so cute. cute, so cute. Yeah, she looks just like him. Oh she my does. god, yeah, she, she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the next daughter will look. I'm sure. Clearly, his genes are strong as hell. <laughs> I know him and his brother are like twins. They are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they got those strong genes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so then um, next topic is the Roots Picnic, which will be attending in Philadelphia. Super happy about that. Cannot wait. Yes, the Roots Picnic. I am so excited. It's been a while since we've like hung out in Philly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's on June 1st, which is a Saturday. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I mean, I'll be going with you lovely ladies. So I don't know if y'all want to make a weekend out of it. We could. We can figure it out. Yeah. You know, but definitely. And the um, lineup is super dope. Yes. Your boy's on the lineup. Did you see? (laughs) I'm so excited, Laven. Being a front roller. (laughs) Excuse me. Hey. (laughs) But yeah. Excuse me. 
But that I should can't. be dope. They actually mm-hmm. moved venues this year, so they'll be at the Man Center, no longer at Festival Pier. Yeah, yeah. and the Man Center is where we graduated. It is. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. So the lineup will be her, 21 Savage, 21, 21. Lil Baby, Joe Budden's um, the podcast. podcast. Yes, the podcast. A lot of podcasts. The Reed, too. Mm-hmm. The Reed will be there. Be there. Davido. I'm so excited because he's going to be, be in St. Kitts and mm. I won't be able to see him. So now I'll be able to see him. Ah, at the all right. Uh, Raphael Sadiq. Dope. Um, Queen Naja. City Girls. Oh, boy. <laughs> Blue Face Baby oh on the game. Wait, is the girl, is she out? No, JT? not yet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Free JT. Ari Lennox, who I'm super <gasps> excited Ooh. about. Now I have, I must. I feel like I didn't I thoroughly must. look through this lineup, but must. as you're saying it, I'm like, oh my God. I must. Moonchild. So I hear her album's being worked on, so hopefully it's out by then. Yes. yes. Love her. Yeah, so it's going to be... It's gonna be a, a movie. It's gonna be a scene. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I love Philly yeah. in the summertime. Oh so yeah. yeah, I'm excited for her definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially watching her NPR Tiny Desk. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't oh, see it. Please, if you guys have not seen um, her NPR Tiny Desk, it's on Ari Lennox, correct? No, no uh, her. her, her. Okay, because her and Daniel Caesar did it, and I think for Daniel Caesar, she came out and sang the best part mm-hmm. with him. But her, in particular, um, it was her and her band. Uh And she did, you know, she did a a few songs. They did a few songs, maybe about five or so, maybe five or a little more from her album. And when I tell you, she, to me, is like a mix of Lauryn Hill and like Music Soul Child. Like if they had a baby... That would be her. Like, Aww. that would she, be her. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no pun intended. Yes. I mean, she she was great. Oh, nice. And her band was great. Her backup singers were great. Every, oh, everything. Awesome. So, yeah. definitely YouTube, NPR Tiny Desk, her, H E R. Yes. yes. Okay, cool. So, oh, yeah. So, also, let's talk about the Philly. Some um, important venues in Philly are closing down. Mm-hmm. Also, Joe, you want to talk a little bit about that? A little bit about that. Who? Yes. Yeah, so speaking of Roots Picnic, so since they are moving to the Man Center, no longer at Festival Pier, Festival Pier will be closing down. They will no longer be doing any concerts there. They're actually doing. Um, it's going to be like a residential area. They're doing real estate there. Probably opening up new stores. So that is really sad. And then also the yeah. Trocadero was announced that it would be closing as well. That was on South Street, right? No, the Trocadero was next to, close to Reading Terminal Market, not too far from there. Oh, oh, we saw Redding. local natives there with the leaves. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. So wait, so what was on South Street? South Street's a TLA. Yes. That's my favorite one. Gotcha. I was yes, like, yes, if they, yes. I was like, if someone closed down the TLA, I'm throwing rocks at somebody's house. Yes. Yeah. Rocks. <laughs> there's so many good venues. There's a truck. So many. There's the T there's TLA. There's the Electric Factory. The Electric Factory, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I wonder if First Unitarian saw First Unitarian Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if they still do there. The Barbary was cool for like them little yeah. mini shows. Yeah. yeah. So many, but I feel Man, like Philly you know, in the venues. I'm telling Oof. you, this hits home because a lot of our college experience concert experience I should say in college was in Philly because that's where we went to school so yeah. it's kind of like this just hits home and I actually have let me see here I have a reason why a lot of them are closing down okay this is a clip from philly.com's article in regards to the trot closing mm-hmm. so it says Kislico said that losing the truck will have a negative impact on the Philly music scene because every room bigger than something like a 600 person capacity is now controlled by Live Nation or yeah. AEG Bowery. They'll let me in their rooms to host shows from time to time, but at a premium, losing the Trocadero limits the scaling of small businesses like mine. Mm. Okay, so he's not at Live Nation, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then it says indie venues are not just cheaper for promoters like himself to book, but yeah. have lower t- lower ticketing fees and cheaper drinks. Most yeah. of these costs will be passed on to the concert attendees. Damn. So that's huge. And we spoke about that a little while back when yeah. we spoke about Made yeah. in America. We've seen such good so, people. Yeah. You know, these venues are small, yes. Um, smaller than definitely like nowhere near the size of like a Madison Square Garden. No, 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 not an arena. Not an arena. Not an arena. These are definitely like 
if the bar had extra room in the back to have <laughs> yeah. an artist. Like, definitely. But we've seen such great people. We saw Justin Nozuka, like, what, twice? Oh, my God, I love him so much. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've seen, you know, rock concerts, R&B mm-hmm. concerts. Uh, Everything. I saw know. Gambino TLA, local natives at Trocadero. Yes. I've I never seen Mute Math at the TLA. Oh, Ooh, that was great. Ooh, so dope. Yeah. Just a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of shows. Yeah. Tokyo Police awesome. Club, yeah, small band, small, smaller name brands mm-hmm. or or brand or bands that are maybe not as um, famous yet, or mm-hmm. ones that are up and coming, or ones that are even big. Yeah, yeah. When they start small, it's I don't know. For me, I feel like I've always loved smaller concert venues because you get a more intimate experience with the artist. It feels like you're one on one. Most of the time, the fan base that is there are their core audience like they know they know the music they're singing the lyrics they're not just people who are just going to like a festival per se just to be there be in the know so i don't know i'll miss that and i feel like i hope this doesn't this isn't like the beginning of all of the venues closing i don't know it's such a college town i mean we want to isn't live nation under jay-z i don't know if that's still is that still a thing i'm not sure actually Hmm. gotta figure that out yeah Yeah, i gotta look into that well it's like these big Corporate companies come and swoop and take everything. Yeah. It missed it. Do. Yeah, you miss that kind of gem. Mm-hmm. You see it with all the other industries too, when all these big corporations come and they merge with the smaller ones, just yeah. eat them up. Like that's basically what's happening here. Yeah, exactly. They change things. Mm. Well, okay. Well, today was a good show. Um, it's great to be back. Mm-hmm. Make um, sure y'all yeah. check us out. Follow us yes. if you haven't already and subscribe. Yes. yes. SoundCloud, Stitcher, yes. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yes. Using the chicks. That's C H I X X. Yes. Get familiar. Yes. And I will see you ladies within the next two weeks. And listeners, we will talk to you soon. Hit us up. Yep. We out. It's been V's from the Chicks. We out.